Good evening. Welcome to Stick to Sports, episode 35, which is a little bit older than Ryan Lambert is right now, is it not? That No, that's true, and that's also uh, kind of the reason we didn't have a show last week. Your birthday was on Tuesday, which is our normal recording day. My birthday was on Thursday, which is our fallback recording day. And both of us were just like, oh, we're not going to do anything about this. Yeah, I... Uh... I had no desire to speak to you at any point last week. And that was fine. Yeah, you yelled at me, as a matter of fact, on Thursday. No, no, that's not true. I got I yelled did, at that. I yelled, I yelled at Ryan and told him to actually go out with his friends on his birthday rather than go see a shitty movie for the purpose of talking about this. For, for the purpose of talking about it on the podcast, at to, least. To be fair, I was going out later in the night and you said go out earlier. And I was like... <laughs> And as, yeah, okay. has, has that sense. ever has that ever been bad advice? No, it absolutely hasn't. And you were you were right to do it. Um, especially so the next night, my friends, uh, my friend had a bachelor party, and there were I don't know fifteen of us or whatever that went out in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and um, we had a how nice, is how is Portsmouth? It's great. It's a really nice little town. Um. You know, really, really like cool bars and restaurants and things like that. But uh, also, you know, the kind of New Hampshire dipshits who show up anywhere you go in New Hampshire uh, and kind of ruin things a little bit. But for the most part, it was fine. Um, Except two things. One, after we went to a steakhouse and spent, you know, a lot of way more money than we should have. uh, Yeah the way it works yeah we were going to a bar like down the street and my friend almost gets hit by a car who's like you know portsmouth is not a big town and all the streets are like there's a stop sign every 15 feet Mm -hmm. and there was just this guy in an suv like hauling ass up one of the like side streets and he almost hit my friend and my friend did the little thing where you like tap on the hood like hey i'm walking here and the guy gets out of his car and he's like, you got a problem, bitch, blah, blah, blah. Not, rea- not realizing that there were 14 more of it in his friends. Oh, that's perfect. And uh, he got he got back in his car pretty quickly because, uh, you know, the numbers did not favor him. And yeah. a bunch of people were like, hey, chill the fuck out. I got into a... This is like I, I got into a into one of those like a like a screaming a screaming match with a dude who did the same thing, redneck in, in North Carolina, in a pickup truck like tearing ass down a down a busy street in front of a bar, and uh, he got out of his truck and I actually went face to face with him and screamed down for a little bit. Dude backed down. It was pretty great. Yeah, and and I the think- end. The end. And then I found five dollars. Cool. Uh, and then I th- you know I think it's worth mentioning too that I don't think my friend would have normally uh you know hit the like hit the guy's car except for the fact that he was you know fairly drunk at that point already so that same friend we're in we're in that bar afterwards and we've been there for a little while and he is one of these people who he has two and a half beers and he's just screaming the rest of the mm-hmm. night and we literally almost got thrown out of the bar because he he would not accept that people thought that any album besides uh, and Justice for All was the best Metallica album. Because you kept screaming in his ear, Reload's the best. I love Reload. Reload is my favorite Metallica album. 
<laughs> well, right? he was, that's what he you was, were saying. Yeah, I mean, it is the best Metallica album, obviously. But no, like he, like he was like, no, listen, what's better, Dyer's Eve or Sanitarium? And everybody at the table's like, Sanitarium. Sanitarium. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, no, it's Dyer's Eve. Like he's screaming. And so, and like the bartender had to come over and be like, "Hey guys, why don't you uh, all shut the fuck up for five hey, seconds?" Hey nerds, take it elsewhere, please. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was a very good event. Um, yeah. So that that yep. was my weekend, pretty much. That's good. I think I think that's the way most weekends should go. Just threats of physical violence and arguments about Metallica. Sounds about right. I. I've had too many weekends like that. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I uh, wish you would have fought. I wish you would have fought that dude. What fifteen on one? Just put that guy in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would have ruled. Hey, that's been like the, one of the weirdest parts of. I just I, like as horrible as the past few weeks have been. Mm-hmm. As much terrible shit has happened, I think the only thing that has legitimately surprised me, truly surprised me, is how many. How many just like how much is liberal uh, the 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 Nazi punching discussion? Oh yeah, everybody loved it. Like everybody, every human being I have talked to was like, it was it's, really sick when that no, happened. No, it's rem- I, to me, it's remarkable that anybody had anything negative to say about that. Like that's that's something that everybody on earth should have taken. Should have taken real joy over, and to see just like milquetoast liberal like apologists act like it was something that shouldn't happen and shouldn't continue to happen. I gotta say that was like that was kind of surprising. Yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody universally should should sign off on on uh, on physical violence against those dudes. Yeah, except like the Pepe boys. Well, right. Yeah, I mean, of of course like, they're not gonna, of course they're not gonna like it because they're because they're you know. I they're, mean, they to are, be fair, are, it would are. require most of them to, like, leave their house, and they're not going to do that. No. Because, um, you know, then they'd have to stop, like, tweeting pictures of ovens at, at Jewish reporters. No, it would be it would be great if, if those guys had to fight people constantly. Like, just yeah, live, no. in fear, live in fear of getting their ass beat at all times. Yeah, like... And it's, it's remarkable to me that anybody feels differently, honestly. I No, I totally agree, uh, obviously. And and one of the things that I saw, uh, or somebody today brought it up to me, like out of the blue, um, like added me and some other guy. I don't know why, and was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, I I can't, I can't imagine why somebody." Well, would no, like I don't know what prompted that. Like days after, I mean, this was this morning, and the Nazi mm-hmm. punch was like a week ago. That was a long time ago, yeah. Uh, more than that, even yeah, like a week and a half. It was the. This 20th. is what happens. This is what happens when we don't have shows. We talk about old shit. Well, but again, this guy brought it up to me today, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, uh, I, I suppose that you would you would be upset if you know the Nazis tweeted that about anti-fascist guys." And I was like, "Yeah, because they're Nazis." Right, and, because they're wrong and right. we're not. Like you're like, you know, let let's consider the idea that let's a person who is against fascism yeah, is no, as bad as a person who's for it. And it's like consider the not consider the Nazi. Yeah, no, I have, and I want them all to like I'm gonna say this, worse than getting punched in the face twice in one day. Like I, I wish that That's Richard fair. Spencer had been beaten to death on national TV. 
you should wish only bad things on those people. Yes, and so I do. And it's and that's and what I'm saying is like I it blows me away that anybody thinks differently than that. Like like anybody who is ostensibly coming from the left in any way at all, everybody should sign off on Nazi punching. And to see that it wasn't a literal 100% of the population is remarkable. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I can't remember who made the point, and it was probably made by one billion people. But if you told your grandfather, hey, just uh, so you know, uh, I punched a Nazi in the face today, in the face today he'd be like, is this 1944? Like, why are we still doing this? What is the point of anything if <laughs> if not if if we're not, not encouraged not. to punch Nazis in the face? Agreed. Did you people not see Indiana Jones? No ticket. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. I feel like everybody can tell that we're pretty low energy this week, and part of it's just because the because of the prevailing state of things. Oh, I mean, I'm. Like, I'm low energy, I guess, because so much of my internal energy uh, is just going toward being mad all the time. Um, yeah. And, like, I, I tweeted this earlier today, but um, I literally have had multiple dreams in the last couple weeks about professional wrestlers breaking into the Oval Office and, like, just wreaking havoc. Is that true? Yes. Um, like... Not like I'm there and it's happening, but like it's on TV. Like, and this is this includes um, like no longer alive professional wrestlers, but like dead, dead professional wrestlers. Yes, but so like Vader uh, power bombing Steve Bannon through the Resolute desk. You actually had a dream about that. I swear to God, yes. And you were you were not just saying this for the purpose of having a transition. No, to, uh, no, I. You, to our next topic. I, I have brought this up to multiple people in the past few days. Like, it's, like, basically my point was it's not, uh, like, this is what my life has become that I'm so focused on, like, it would rule if, like, Kevin Nash was just, you know, yeah, like really we, wreaking I, havoc. That would be great. Yeah. I... In, in like sort of like related to that, I went to my buddy's house who has like a WWE network password and watched the Royal Rumble on Sunday. And that is straight up the first professional, like the most professional wrestling I've watched. I, I watched two hours of that or whatever it was. And that was more WWE than, I, than I've watched in 15 years probably. So here's the question. What'd you think? I thought it was fine. Okay. Um, what was what was really funny was watching it. What like was watching the actual rumble. Like like mm -hmm. I, I, I'm steeped enough in wrestling to know that like the Styles, Cena match was great. It was, that was great. That yes. was really really good. And I also just through osmosis because of Twitter, and because of just having friends who are still into it enough. I know how hard the WWE has tried to get Roman Reigns over and how much everybody hates his guts. Hates him. Fucking He's hates him. He's universally hated. It's, so when he it's came mostly out, because he sucks like well, at wrestling right. and he has no charisma at all. Well, right. Exactly. Like, like he has everything else. He's, he's got the build and he's got the look and he whatever. Looks, he's a good looking guy he and he's like yeah. six, three and he's, you know, all muscles and all that kind of stuff. Right. 
but but he has no charisma and, and no, people no. and people don't react well to having things like that forced down their throats and and I think people I would imagine that's a big part of it, right? Yes. Is that wrestling fans don't don't appreciate having Roman Reigns just forced, you know, they're hit in the face with him constantly. Yeah, he, so that's got, that's got to be annoying. He and has to see him, what uh, what people in professional wrestling like in the you know late '90s, early 2000s would call X Pac heat, where he yeah. gets booed, but it's because everybody hates his guts and not because he's right. good at what he does. Right. People aren't supposed to boo him. Correct. I get it. So just knowing that. <clears throat> Seeing him come out at 30 and then, you know, in short order, eliminate The Undertaker was remarkable. Like, I, I was like, oh, this is, people aren't going to like this one bit. You are correct about that. They did not. With that having been said. I guess it's good that Randy Orton won. Like, that could have been worse, right? So, people would have been more mad if, if Reigns would have won the actual Rumble. Yes, but so this is why this was maybe the best booked Royal Rumble in the history of Royal Rumbles um, is what you have to understand. And I'm not like super duper. I don't know all the politics of all these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm like I I used to know all this stuff like front to back. But this is straight up. This is straight up me being like, oh, yo, there's Roman Reigns coming out of 30. Everybody hates him. Oh, Jesus. He, He just he just eliminated. He just eliminated the Undertaker. Right. That's perfect. So, so here's what I understand it to be is people kind of felt the same way to a lesser extent about Randy Orton's in the last few years where mm-hmm. he uh, – my understanding is – and I might be pretty wrong about this, but my understanding is he has like a shitty attitude behind the scenes and like he's not really uh, – like, you know, again, looks great. Son of son of cowboy Bob Orton, like second generation wrestler, which WWF E whatever I'd still call it F, uh, loves. You know, he has a lot of things going for him, none of which necessarily used to include the fact that he was particularly good at his job. Um, And by the way, I as a as a semi aside to that, yeah, like I remember Randy Orton being around. Shortly after I stopped watching wrestling, yes, he's been around forever. Uh, so I totally thought he was like going to be forty-two or something stupid. Yeah, he's, and that's uh, he's still only like thirty-five. Like, like he's he's a fairly young dude. Yes, he he. I mean, you know, it's weird to think about because Bob Orton is so fucking old, right? But yeah, Randy Orton is a is a fairly young guy even now who because he's you know whatever, 6'4", and he's always been shredded or whatever, like, you would say, okay, you know, he, he just has what what you would call, like, the WWE main eventer look. Like, mm-hmm. he just looks like a guy, he would have main evented for them in 1982, he would have main evented for them in 97, he would have main evented for them now. Like, right. and he's a multiple-time champion, so that makes sense. But, so again, Randy Orton was hated in much the same way that Triple H and uh, John Cena and, like I said, uh, Roman Reigns are all hated at various points in the last decade and a half or whatever, where people are like, stop shoving this guy down our Yeah, throat. but it seems like everybody hates Roman Reigns. Yeah, but it, but it used to be like that with Randy Orton. And so the genius like, of like the, the same, booking... Like the same, the same ratio, like 90 to 10. Yeah, 
And so the okay. jeans, and so it's not really the same as Cena because Cena always had support from like kids. Kids mm-hmm. always loved them or loved him, even when everybody else was just like, this guy's horrible. And now Cena's like a legitimately good wrestler, so good for him. But yeah, so like the, uh, the genius of this booking is they got everybody to be like, hell yeah, Randy Thank Orton God. won the Royal Rumble. Thank God, Randy Orton saved us from. Roman right, Reigns. like the guy they, they that was, would have that, wanted. That was least. that was the only that was the only way to put Randy Orton over as the Royal Rumble champion was to have to have every and to have everybody not go. Well, this is bullshit. Also, right, and it, and again, I That's thought fine. I thought he was well, really I, good I, in the Rumble. I, I so. can respect that. Like that that makes sense to me now because when I, like my my reaction coming out of it was like that's an NHL level screw up. <laughs> where yeah. it's just like a just a show of incompetency and con- slash contempt for your fans. Correct. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's just the WWE is certainly not above showing contempt for their fans. I mean, hence yeah. Roman Reigns like existence. Basically. Right. Um, the dudes, the dudes who I wanted to win, like I, I immediately liked Dean Ambrose. I was like, oh, this this dude seems cool. Oh, he and, sucks. You know, I hate Dean Ambrose. No, he, he sucks. Okay. Well, no, like people like him, and he's apparently a pretty good wrestler. But he like the funny. style, he made, he made a he seriously made a joke during one of the promos backstage, and I was like, oh, I, I like this dude. Yeah, and I he, and he had known about Seth Rollins, and he seemed like he seems like he's cool, Seth but he Rollins wasn't involved. Is great. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like I like Braun Strowman, that guy who came out and eliminated. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He got a big. Guys. He got a big push, man. He was he was the star of the of the of the entire middle of the yeah of the rumble. He um like I was legitimately a little surprised that he got eliminated when he did. It seemed a bit early for me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I I, I really liked. I I thought the card front to back was very good. Um. You know, I I can't imagine. I wish I wish Goldberg would have been around for a little bit longer. Goldberg's like so. I don't know if you're aware of the whole Goldberg, um, what's his name? The the big fellow from UFC. Brock Lesnar? Yeah, I forgot his name for a second. Wow. So d- are you familiar yes, with... I guess I know more about wrestling than you do. You certainly do. Are you familiar with their whole thing recently? Yeah, I I, I got in the cliff notes on that. Okay, so yeah. Uh, they were supposed to have a thing at Survivor Series where like it was a legitimate like complete match. And Goldberg had, like got hurt the day of or the day before or something like that, and they had to change the the finish on the fly to basically a squash mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. Goldberg won in forty five seconds, and then so they redid that again, and now they're gonna play or, or they're play they're gonna fight at WrestleMania in a couple months, and you know the presumption is that Brock Lesnar is going to murder him on live TV. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So like he, that's that was part of it. So they just needed to get that out of the way and then just get Goldberg out of the ring. Yeah. I mean but, Goldberg. Okay. So like again, so be, be somebody who peaked, I mean, being a being someone who peaked as a wrestling fan in like 1999, I was just like, oh sweet, like there's Goldberg, and then it was like five. Then he, you know, yeah, his first elim- match in years was a Survivor Series. Was, um, like, yeah, I I, well, I knew that he, I knew that he was back, but but I, I was just like again having. Literally the only thing I was like, oh, cool. Chris Jericho is being being fat and lame and hiding under the ring and what, whatever he did for for that first hour. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Gold, like Goldberg. Hey, I, I know those guys. So that was it. Like I and I, I knew that there was an ongoing kind of storyline with with, with Lesnar. Uh, 
I don't care about that. I I was I just kind of wanted I just wanted I wanted all the guys I knew to hang around basically. Yeah, and you know obviously I'm a little more familiar with these guys than than you are. But well, I thought we thought we established that that is not the case. But, go <laughs> but ahead. um, no, like they they usually at the Rumble do a pretty good job of mixing in like well known and like lesser known guys. But then um, like that guy who I didn't even necessarily know from um from NXT, the guy with the umbrella, Jack Monahan or whatever his name oh, was. Oh, yeah, that, that, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, and, and the Rumble's always good for, like, one or two comedy entrants and that kind of thing. Um, the Rumble is, like, I don't watch every wrestling pay-per-view. I make a point to watch the Royal Rumble because, like, every single year because it's just the most fun. Yeah, that was it was always it was always my favorite as a kid. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was fine. That was a decent way decent way to spend a couple hours on on Sunday night. Yeah, absolutely. Especially to it was a good way to spend a couple hours on Sunday night to uh, finish off my weekend of not paying any attention to uh, the NHL All Star Game. Actually, yeah i I love the All Star Game now. I I think uh, it's really good. <laughs> the I, I, it's not it's not my thing, and it hasn't been for a super long time. So yeah. I, I don't. I don't particularly enjoy it, but you know, I get it. If it's, like if it's a, my only, like if it's a product that people seem to enjoy in some, something that people enjoyed, enjoy watching, then like fine. mission, mission accomplished. Yeah. And, and so like my thing with it is I think, I, I think the, the, the criticism of it in the past was too overblown where they were like, why are we even doing this? The final score is 12 to 11, blah, blah, blah. Like people way took that shit too seriously. Um, what's, what's really funny about all that stuff and not that this is anything new, but like I had to, you know, I was just kind of going through old all, all-star game newspaper stories from, you know, 1985 and 1988, 1990 in, I don't know if people forget or if it's just like, it's been long enough and people lose perspective or whatever it is. But like, this is literally the exact same conversation that people were having 30 years ago yeah. about the Austin game. And, and so, it was, ne- it was never, it was never good. It's never good. Quote unquote. No, of course it isn't. So like, why do pe- but people still expect it to be something just, just lean into the silliness of it all, which is the what ex- they do with the three on three. Yeah, which is which is why which I like li- that's why I like the All Star Game now. That's, I'm I'm three with you. Like I, fun to watch. like conceptually, I'm totally on board with it. Like I I hope they I hope they stick with it. But that's also not going to make me pay much attention to it. Honestly. Sure, uh, but like I say, I I like the idea of I'm just going to watch two hours of three on three hockey. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, and yeah, they're not going to take any slap shots and they're not going to check each other. You you know that going in. But like, I don't necessarily want to see that happen. Like, I want—I just want guys going up and down the ice for two hours. And oh, doing, for sure, and doing cool shit. Like, that's all I care about. And they're incentivized to like actually try a little bit because they get ninety thousand dollars if they win. This is I. This was the quiet. As I read this quote, by the way, I was like, we we gotta. I gotta read that to Lambert. Cause he, cause he'll like it. This was, this was part of the, part of the just old post gazette, like newspaper stories I was reading. Yeah. Uh, and I gotta find it. Sorry. Okay. Oh, so this is, accepted. this is, this is in 1990. This is when Lemieux scores four goals in Pittsburgh. It was a start of like the modern NHL all-star game where they yeah. had it on a Sunday and had, 
you know, a weekend's worth skills of events. competition and yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, literally first year for the skills competition. They had an old timers game, all that. <clears throat> and in the Pittsburgh Post Gazette after this game, <laughs> this is this is a Campbell Conference All Star quote. I'm a defenseman, so maybe I'm biased, but I think a game with good checking and solid defense would have been more appropriate for the first-time viewer. This is not a typical game. It's a fun and exciting game, but it's not the normal game. So I think it will give some people the wrong impression. And saying that was Oilers defenseman Kevin Lowe. (laughs) The stupidest man alive. I think a game with good checking and solid defense would have been more appropriate for the first-time viewer. No, no, that it, incorrect. Extremely the opposite. <laughs> that is false. But yeah, I so, I um, like the like All Star game, man. To me, and I've you know I've they got it figured out. Yeah, it's good. The it they should lean into the silliness, lean into the exhibition, and do stuff that kids like. That is literally the only point of of All Star weekends. Yes. So as long as as long as that seems like it's being accomplished, I don't care. Right. And so then the other thing related to this was I wrote a column on Monday uh, saying, like, doesn't it kind of feel like the NHL is moving toward four-on-four? Like, as the thing? I mean... I kind of think it is. Yeah. In regulation? Yes. Like, four-on-four is just the brand of hockey now. They're never going to do that. You don't think so? It kind of feels like... Absolutely. Dude, come on. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Think, like, think about who we're talking about here. Like, I'm, what? I'm not saying, like, in the next five years or something like that, but, like, like I, I can legitimately... Years, what? Like, in 50 years? I think we're two labor stoppages away, honestly. Uh, I completely disagree with that. Really? Yes. All right. What just... what has the NHL ever done in its history to make you think that they would eliminate a skater from from regulation? Uh, they ever. <laughs> well, I I guess one thing I would say there is they uh, removed a skater for overtime, and then they removed another one. It... They're never gonna, they're, they're never going to mess with with the meat of hockey games like that ever. I mean, they're talking about changing the size of goals. Like that is an un, that is a much smaller change than eliminating a skater all all at all times. Yeah, but so I mean the history of hockey, like going back a hundred years or whatever, not the NHL, but like pre- predecessors to the NHL played four on four. So there is like that historical. Basis. Well, right. And in baseball used to be played with a beanbag and no helmets. Hell yeah, bring that back too. That'd be rad, but it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah, I mean, I just think that in this in this league's stupid endless pursuit of goals, um I, I think that's a a logical conclusion. But it's a it's a, an endless pursuit of goals theoretically but like they never actually do anything to fundamentally change stuff yeah like like changing the size of the net would be a watershed that 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 would be a big deal 
Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I don't like, know. They they want more goals, but you can't even get them to call penalties consistently. Like like they it's something they say they want and something we assume that they want, but nothing in their actions re- outside of outside of overtime has suggested that in, in any way at all. Yeah. Cuz cuz we we know that this whole time we've known how to create more goals in hockey. It's it's to call tighter games. It right. happened. But the, they, but the other and now they don't do it anymore. The uh, the other we, thing we can't even we can't even rely on them to do that. The other thing with that though is that if you call the game tighter, the games take longer to play, and if the games take longer to play, that's bad for TV, which is why they don't actually do it. Like or 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 you call the games tighter for a bit, and then players adjust to it, and then you call less penalties, but there's more wide open play. Well, I'm gonna say this: they they did that in college hockey this year. Where they were, every game in October had at least ten power plays. No joke. Not for each team, but like, you know, five, six, seven, eight a game at least. I went to a game where there was twenty-five power plays in October. Uh, the things that were called to make those po- call like power plays happen, it's not that like everybody learned over the course of a month. They just stopped fucking calling them because they were calling like stick lifts in the neutral zone and shit like that. And, I, you know, now you see it all the time because that's just what hockey is. There's stick lifts in the neutral zone. And they don't call it, even though they were calling it in, in October. So it was like lip service to a rules crackdown, but it wasn't actually that. But that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what we can expect from the NHL. But they're, they're never going to change the game that way. Never. You're you're talking about about the least progressive league in in a million different ways. That's certainly true. You're right in, about that. In in the NHL, in in your we're more likely to see football played with leather helmets again than <laughs> than, than than for than for skaters in regulation. Like, would that be cool? Like, I'm not even saying I'm against it. I'm saying it, it's it's a hundred percent impossible. In our lifetimes, that we would see that. Okay. Well, fair. They won't even like. We can't even get them to like. They're never going to ban fighting. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're fighting. They're fighting tooth and nail not to ban fighting. What we what we really need is baby boomers to die off, and then all the good things in sports will go like will be able to be enacted. Yeah, except four on four hockey and regulation. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm thinking. You know, like 2030, uh, league, league, new league commissioner Gary Bettman finally retires. New league commissioner Baron Trump comes in and, <laughs> and he's like, folks, we got to do something about all these skaters on the ice. There's just too many of them, people. He's not going to be the commissioner of the NHL. Too autistic. <laughs> I was going to say he's going to end up in jail, but yeah. Because that, I mean, that's I, I, have we said this on the podcast? The Rosie O'Donnell headline about that. Yes. Oh, the, I, I the best th- thing in the world. I think I think we characterize that as like one of the only shot. Like, right? We that was like a moment where I don't know. A light bulb went off for me. I was like, "This is how is this happening?" Yeah. R- Rosie O'Donnell is implying for making, you know, an off-color joke about Donald Trump's kid. 
Like where where are I don't, we? No, I don't. Oh, think. that was the phrase. That was the phrase. Years long feud was it was in that headline, and I and I was like, what what rabbit hole are we down right now? Yeah, the fact that she's not like adding Donald Trump every day, I really feel like she's derelict in her patriotic duties. I someone got to her, dude. <laughs> She's she, she's a, she's in a poison. gulag right now. Yeah. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. Paul Ryan fur- furiously trying to pass to the anti Rosie O'Donnell bill. Yeah. yeah. He hates poor people the most, old people the second most, and Rosie O'Donnell the third most. But like Donald Trump is so old. He is the oldest president. Like, we don't talk about that enough. He is the oldest goddamn president we have ever had. And, like... This is this is a true this is, this is a true story. I went to get my hair cut today. Dude in the barbershop is talking about that that exact... Like, we're watching CNN, and every, everyone... CNN's on in the barbershop, and everyone's just, like, depressed and catatonic. This is, an, is, it, this is at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. And this dude who's waiting to get his hair cut goes... He goes, Trump is 70 years old. Like he's he's my, my grandpa's only a little bit older and they yeah. have the same they have the same favorite song. That's what this guy says. He says <laughs> he says he says Donald Trump's favorite song is My Way. My loser grandpa's favorite song was My Way too. He used to wake up and sing it on a karaoke machine next to his bed every day. And he was a loser and Donald Trump's a loser too. That's yeah, that's that's what this dude said. So, um I I just I can't get over the fact that like did you see that thing today where they were talking about uh cybersecurity expert Rudy Giuliani? No. Yeah, so he was at something and he's like, "Yeah, folks, we got to do something about the cyber. It's a problem, blah blah blah." And he's like looking around, he's like, "Where's Rudy? Rudy's going to explain this." Rudy Giuliani is literally sitting right next to him. And he's just like confused and like he He's going to die in office, like, from Alzheimer's. He, he's, <laughs> Sean, he's afraid to walk down a goddamn set of stairs. I love it. I Yeah, I, I, love, thinking about, I love thinking about just all the all the physical stuff that's probably going wrong with him right now. He wears a diaper 24-7. <laughs> he's afraid to go down the stairs. Like, he had to hold Theresa May's hand to go down the stairs because he was so too I, afraid. <clears throat> I saw... I saw the... You know the jokes about about going down the stairs circulate this morning, and I totally thought that it was going to be some just like you know kind of randomly sourced thing that we'd all laugh at, <laughs> and it wasn't. No, like he said. like lunged for her hand because he's like Teresa. I'm a little scared of these stairs. They're on a fifteen percent grade, and my doctor says I shouldn't be on more than a seven percent grade at all times. Folks, very sad stairways. Yep, that's that's our president. What else? Let's move on. What else? What else is going on? Uh, what we, else? What do we got here? We have a draft. Yes, we do. Do you want to do a draft? Let's do a draft. Okay, the draft this week. Nintendo want... sixty four games. Yeah. <laughs> see, I I suggested. Nintendo games, like classic NES Nintendo games, but I had right. forgotten that my close personal friend Sean did not have a system until the Nintendo 64. Right. A mind-blowing fact for a man born in 1986? Yes. Yeah. My mom 
was anti console gaming, and I and I in hindsight I kind of admire her for it. Yeah, I it just forced like, me, I get it. it forced me to go over the neighbor kid's house who I didn't like and play Super Nintendo. Correct. But like I also would have missed, and I and I didn't have an older brother either, so I would have missed Nintendo, probably. Regardless, mm, yeah, Super that's Nintendo, probably Super true. Ninten- Super, Nin- Super Nintendo is the one that I the one that I missed out on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, so we're drafting Nintendo sixty four games, and Sean, I hate to tell, I hate to be the bearer of bad news here. I know it's crazy. Much like your last name, two L's in a row. Is, <laughs> how? This, oh my God! How long have you been sitting on that? Like two since weeks. we started that's doing right, drafts. Um, yeah. Okay. So. You, first you pick, have the first pick. First pick. I got to go. I'm going with my heart here. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Solid. Solid, solid pick. Nobody's going to knock you for it. Except to say that the correct answer is GoldenEye 007. Yep, that's fine. I, it was a, It's a coin flip between yep. between the two of them. Sure is. I knew you would take whichever one I didn't take out, out of those two. Yep. Uh, but yeah, as far as Ocarina of Time is concerned, I remember... Going to church as an eleven-year-old or whatever, and praying to beat the water temple. I was <laughs> stuck on. I was stuck on the water temple, and I prayed to God in Saint Rosalia Church to beat the water temple. Did it work? And I mean, I eventually beat it. So yeah, I guess that is proof that God exists. You're the young pope. I am the young pope. My real name is Lenny. Have I told you that? No. Uh, By the way, brief aside, you watching The Young Pope? Nope. Oh, it's great. Like, it's legitimately good in a way that I did not expect, but that's a discussion for another day, I suppose. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, Yeah, and I mean, Ocarina of Time... But in terms of, like, strict tonnage, like, hours spent playing, I mean, GoldenEye's tops... Yeah, and like it, it was. Good Goldeneye because... was a ge- Goldeneye was a game that like I like me and my cousin would literally play until we physically couldn't stay awake anymore. Yeah, until you had like calluses on your uh, joystick yeah. Ha- finger. Yeah, or like blisters or like blisters on your thumbs. Yeah, and that was like a real problem. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it is. I mean, that like, joystick I... was unforgiving. But what I what I really I liked about Goldeneye was. A really engaging single player, if you wanted to play a single player. Yes. But the best multiplayer in the history of console video games. Best, all right. Everyone loves the multiplayer, but like the single player was great. What was great, and I feel like people, I feel like it gets lost a little bit with all the love for the multiplayer that that, th- that gets thrown around. But oh man, yeah, well, I love I, that. I found I found that the. Uh, the single player was really good training for the multiplayer if you, like, cranked it to double O difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, also did the thing where you had all the, like, god mode and that kind of thing. So you couldn't get killed, but you knew what was going to get your ass shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like, that was really good. And I I became, like, in my neighborhood and, you know, all my friends in junior <laughs> high or whatever, like... If like you, if it came up on random of like remote mines, you yep. get it. That was it. I I was going to beat everybody badly. I was unbelievable with remote mines. Yeah. Did you have like? 
I always like using proximity mines in the in the caverns. That was always that was always fun. Prefer, specifically. My preferred one was the stacks. Um, yeah. If if it came up that like this was, is now this is now a Nintendo sixty four Goldeneye podcast, and that's fine where we just me. talk about where we just talk about strategy weapons uh, for single and multiplayer. Yeah. At all uh, and then if 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 not the uh, the remote mines then certainly the rcp 90s greatest greatest video game gun of all time oh okay anyway yeah. but again for me there's really like there's no way to choose against ocarina enough time it's yeah it's a very I mean, it's, it's it's a deep on... it's a, i have a deep deep emotional connection to that game it's the greatest yeah it, it's it's just like it was such a huge step forward in terms of like not that it was ne- really open world, but it certainly felt that way at the time. Close enough, yeah. Yeah. Um, and just the idea of you could go do whatever you wanted. Like, I remember being so excited when I got that, like, hat where you could put on the, bu- like, it was a bunny ears, and you could yeah, go and you twice could run around fast. more quickly. Yep. Oh, man. That was a freaking game Absolutely. changer, dude. All Absolutely. Right. You're, uh, All right. You're up here. My, with my second choice, I take Mario Kart 64. Yep, that is, of course, a very good answer. I think now I get, like, the... the. I mean, of course I would have loved to have had, had Goldeneye multiplayer. But, you know, that's second, I think. Close second in terms of just uh, fun with fun with more than one person. Yeah. Fun with the group. Yep. And again... Really great single player too. Very underrated single player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I think of all these games, I I've played them all fairly recently too. I think for of all these games, like I've, uh, I think I would almost, I think I might at thirty one years old, I think I might have the most fun playing playing Mario Kart. Well, and and like Mario Kart sixty four was, you know, the original Mario Kart was great. Mm-hmm. Um. Mario Kart 64 was a big step forward, but for for my money, the best Mario Kart is the one on uh, GameCube. Yeah, see, I like wasn't. I didn't. I didn't. I got PlayStation 2 instead of GameCube. I had them all, baby. Well, look at you, rich boy. That's right. Um, but yeah, no, like Mario Kart again, and, and this really is a testament to the Nintendo 64 being the first. Um, system that gave that allowed you to play with four controllers uh mm-hmm. without like you know any add-ons or anything like that because i feel like sega genesis certainly had that if not uh super nintendo as well um but yeah the fact that you that like they made nintendo 64 games like this is a multiplayer game yeah right like that yeah, that was, that took video games to such this a This is supposed like this is for four people to play. Yes. Not just not not even just two. Yep. And and it ju- it just took video games to such like a different level that you weren't uh that you just weren't dealing with before in your life. Um that that's why you know my my next pick here is going to be Super Smash Brothers for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Just insanely fun to play with your friends. Yeah, I was like, for whatever reason, I kind of missed Smash. Like, I I didn't play it a ton when it came out. Like, I remember playing it in college, you know, but not super seriously. Like, I'm I'm not not a like I people love that game, and I I respect that element of it. It's not it's not one of my favorites. Yeah, 
Um, the the other thing I, I'm going to say, by the way, I don't know what the rest of your list looks like, but I just went with uh, like N64 games only, so not ones that also had like a version on PlayStation or whatever. Um, uh, okay, that's fine. Okay, cool. Now you're up. That definitely changes, maybe changes things a little bit from for me. Um, all right, for my next pick, I'm picking banjo kazooie Ooh. people are, love it you are missing out i don't I, it's probably gonna lose me the draft I, I i don't care i'm trying to be honest here that's a game that it feels like my version of your super smash brothers where i played it it was fine but yeah. um i it, i didn't really like fall in love with it in a way that i know a bunch of people did including my friend sean gentilly the game is it's huge it's a huge huge game it, it there's like open world elements to that too like people got lost in the fact that it's like a bear and a bird but it's a kind of a it's not supposed it it seems like it's meant for 10 year olds but it's yeah it's, that, honestly, it's, it's honestly really not right but it, it helped it helped that i was like 11 when it came out or whatever mm-hmm. so i don't care i realize i got i could have picked that one later but i love that game yeah also, they are putting out like a spiritual successor to it for PlayStation 4. Called Ratchet and Clank. It's not Ratchet and Clank, it's another one. Okay. Um my Smart next ass. pick. Hey. My next pick, uh, this is apart from Goldeneye, this is absolutely the game I played the most on my Nintendo 64, Mario Tennis. Yeah. It's fun. I never actually had that. I remember they had that in the Blockbuster that I used to go to, and I'd play that. I played it there. <laughs> Mario Tennis, by the way, in- introduced the world to Waluigi. The absolute best Guess Mario that. character. Yes, that's true. Hmm. And by the way, Waluigi, the best Mario Tennis uh, player to pick. Have you played Super Mario Run at all, by the way? Yeah, I hated it. I play it in spite of myself. There's really not that much to do. No, it it it, it seemed very like give us twenty dollars, even though this game's free. And I was like, nah, I'm not that interested. <laughs> I'm afraid. I paid I paid the ten bucks for it and regretted it, and then played it enough where I was like, yeah, okay, that was. Probably you got your ten bucks worth, yeah. Uh, but Louis, there is there's no Wario and there's no Waluigi, but yeah. Luigi, so why even play? Luigi is hands down the best character in that game. Um, all right, my next pick is Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Ooh, that is not the Star Wars game I would have thought would go, but it's a good one. I know which. Yeah, I know which one you're thinking about. Yeah, I mean, we can. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to pick it. So I, we can just say it, Shadows of the Empire. But yeah, yeah, I it mean, was okay. that that and and. Racer was fun for like fifteen minutes. I remember I bought that. Oh, in, the like episode in, one race, like the, the pot, pod the pod racer. racer. Yeah, the I pod didn't racer. like that. I I bought that and like I remember feeling furious because I spent a, you know whatever, like Christmas money on it or something, yeah. and then and then traded it in like immediately. But Rogue Squadron's awesome. Yeah, get to fly X wings. It's pretty much all I've ever wanted to do. Yeah, so around uh-huh. that time, there was a game that came out for uh, PC called mm-hmm. X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter, mm-hmm. and you could fly, as the name implied, both of them. 
Um, and that was that was the game that really gave me my fix on that. But yes. Um, what is your what is your pick? Ooh, my next pick. Uh, let me go down the list here. Um, I'm a okay. I'm just gonna say it. It's WWF No Mercy. Uh, oh, okay. I think All that's right. maybe the. Not that I've like the, I've played a couple of the WWE like 2K16 or whatever, um, and they're pretty good. But I think WWF No Mercy uh, really combined all the really good elements of those early WCW NWO games. Yes, you asshole. That 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 was gonna be my pick here. Okay, because it had the engine from like. Uh, WCW NWO World Tour. World Tour and, and, uh, and Revenge. Revenge was the other one. Revenge was better than World Tour. Which Revenge was definitely better than World Tour, but like it had that it had that engine. The AKI engine, yeah. And it had WWF characters. Like it it because that was always like I had a lot of fun playing WWF Warzone. But, yeah, but I mean those games sucked though. Like they were horrible. Right. Yeah, like the actual the actual engine for them wasn't great. And then and then they then they switched off. So you got all the stuff you liked about the WCW games, and also WWF characters. Yeah, and the thing. So um, the reason I chose that over WrestleMania 2000, which was the first AKI WWF game, um, was the fact that No Mercy was way more feature rich. Like they just kind of slapped WWF characters into a WCW game and didn't change anything else. Uh, mm-hmm. with WrestleMania 2000, but they were like, okay, now there's like ladder matches and there's, um, you know, it, uh, an insanely deep creator wrestler mode and all that kind of stuff that just didn't exist for WrestleMania 2000 and may, and, you know, maybe just couldn't have or whatever, but yeah. Um, I, 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 for my money, no mercy is the best wrestling game ever made. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I can't. I can't knock that. I, th- I think I think you've uh, swooped in and stole that one from me. You son of a bitch. Now, to be fair, I've also never played the Fire Pro Wrestling games, which were like Japanese only and supposed to be great. But I don't know. I right. I I'm glad you've never played that. <laughs> I was enough of a nerd that I tried to, but I just couldn't find like a workable copy because you had. To I definitely like. I definitely learned more about WCW from those games than I than I did from actually watching it. Yeah, like I I was not a WCW uh, dude. I liked so, like it all, I, baby. No, I so I, it was not like I wasn't like you know, like I just I don't know. There's only one thing to watch on Monday night. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't flip around. I was too I was too lazy to to uh, change channels all that much. Yeah, well, you missed out on Chris Jericho reading off a list of a thousand and four holds he can do. I like I was I knew I knew enough about Jericho that I was psyched that I was super psyched about Y2J. Yeah. I was like, oh, great. I was uh, great. One of the guys I like from WCW is in WWF now. Yeah, he. Um, I, I would say that Chris Jericho's like run as cruiserweight champion in like '96 into '97 is maybe the greatest program ever run on like in like the cable TV age of professional wrestling. Hmm. Just every week he was doing something incredibly great. Um, not And not just like, you know, 
in matches, but like the promos and the gimmicks he would come up with were just next level. And if you have WWE Network, you can go back and watch every Nitro and just watch him do an amazing thing every week. It's great. Here's a good one. MLB with Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. Hell yeah. Played that a couple weeks ago. Had a blast. Really? A couple weeks ago. I haven't played it in yes, a million literally. years. Yes, literally. Part part of the fun is is like what is like playing with the expos and stuff, but um Tell me about also, it. Also also just the amount of like it, it, that game feels like it came off like, once you see the names that that are in that game, it feels like it's, it was a hundred years ago. Yeah, for sure. Um Yeah, that's probably my favorite my favorite uh my favorite sports game of all time. And it's only on Nintendo 64, so it it's it is uh, eligible. Mm-hmm. That was my fourth pick. Uh, that was your fifth pick. That was my fifth pick. That's Ocarina fine. of Time, Mario Kart, Banjo Kazooie, Rogue Squadron, King Griffin yep. Jr. Um, so for my last pick, I'm gonna pick one last uh, multiplayer game, height of the art form, I think in terms of the uh the like mini game driven video game Mario Party 3. Whatever. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> no, it's it's a great about game. It. Mario Party 3, interesting. Yes. Interesting. I feel like you're probably going to win this one. Hey, get used to it, baby. 3 in a row. Coming right up. Yep. Only eight more until you <laughs> pull to 500. Fuck off. <laughs> um, anyway. I, I got an update, by the way. I'm, I'm, very, I, I'm very glad that I bought a PlayStation 4. Oh, yeah? Why yeah, is that? enjoying it. I'm, I'm playing it an appropriate amount, I would say. Okay. Uh, what, what games you got? What, what games are we looking at here? So I beat Uncharted 4. Okay. Uh, spread that out, you know, it took me, I think, like, 20 hours of gameplay or something to, to beat it, and I spread the, but I spread that out over, like, weeks, and a couple weeks, a few weeks, and uh, I liked it so much that I bought the Uncharted 1 through 3, like, multi-disc thing, or multi-game. Wow. It's, it's all in one disc, but it was, it was, like, you know, 20 bucks or something. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> and I think The Last of Us is arriving tomorrow from Amazon. Sean, and, the video uh, games, man. Yeah, and I have GTA V, which I bought and haven't played yet. Uh, you want to talk about a deep-ass open-world game? Uh, GTA V is extremely, may- maybe the most ever, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that's fine. Like I, like I, And, you know, I went back through Uncharted 4 and did a bunch of the, found a bunch of the other little treasures that you have to find. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I replayed some stuff in Uncharted 4. I, I was, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So thanks to everybody who told me I should buy a PlayStation 4. Well, that was a good call. you're welcome. Uh, the only game it's great. Played... It's, it's great distraction in this trying time. Yep. And that's mainly why I've played a lot of NBA and Skyrim lately. <laughs> Because yeah, I I'm, wanted... I'm good on I'm good on games, but those are that that'll be the next the next ones I dive into. Like once I once I polish off 
you know, Uncharted 1 through 3 and The, and the Last of Us. Mm-hmm. So I'll buy Skyrim in six months or whatever. Yeah, yeah the best video game of all time. Um, did you have any other Nintendo game or 64 games that you thought were like honorable mentions? Uh, like 64 only? Yeah, I was I uh, Perfect Dark. I I enjoyed. Correct. Uh, great game. Uh, I was gonna pick that, but I don't know. Um, uh, were you talk, a, we talked about the wrestling games. Were you a Mario Party sixty four guy, or uh, not Mario Party Super Mario sixty four? Yeah, I mean, I did. I played it and beat it, but I mean, I, and I enjoyed it. But yeah, I, I think I, mean, I think it it's just, not great, but it's pretty good. It'd be if, if we went ten deep, it would be it would certainly be on be on the list i would say absolutely yes um uh no we talked about all the wrestling games i i played a lot of played a lot of wrestling games Uh, 64 remember that one yep hell yeah 1080 1080 is a lot of fun um Uh, i was a cool borders guy myself from remember cool borders from playstation good for you i didn't i didn't care for 1080 i thought it was pale imitation um what did you think of Majora's Mask? Not as good as Ocarina of Time, but still very all. good. Not at all. Um, like I enjoyed it well enough, but yeah, I, I was very disappointed by that. And then got, and then I'm not even sure if I beat that. Like I bought PlayStation Two. It and was, was like, like right around the time that came out, and I was like, I'm finished. It was incredibly difficult to beat. I don't know if I beat it either, and I think it wasn't for lack of trying. I definitely was like stuck on something and then bought PlayStation 2 and was like, yep, I'm done. See you forever. Yep. Uh, what, now we're just going through sequels. I put like Banjo Tooie since I'm a Banjo Kazooie mm-hmm. fan. Yeah. yeah. Perfect Dark was, is definitely an honorable mention. Yeah, I, I really like that sniper rifle that could see through walls. That ruled. Yeah, it was just like. It was like evolutionary Bond that wasn't James Bond. Right. Um, it, it, suffered. it suffered because it didn't have like, you know, you weren't playing as James Bond. To the point that you literally could play multiple levels of GoldenEye in multiplayer. Yeah. No, it was, I mean, it, I, it was some negotiating thing I or some some deal fell through where I think like Rareware was like making the Bond sequel and they just couldn't get the licensing deal and then just like like yeah okay we'll kind of rip off tomb raider now and whatever yep and that was a-okay with me yep no i i loved it all right well let's move on to listener questions we got a bunch again this week as we so often do uh let me see here let me see Uh, scrolling down we got a lot this week uh what is the uh ryan at our four mate asks what is the worst facial hair for a grown man uh smash mouth guy goatee interesting i think the answer is soul patch like just a soul yeah that's kind of what it is though it's like a the soul patch figures prominently into that configuration. No, but I'm saying just the like, soul patch. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's that's not good. Also, just chin hair, like literally just like a tuft of chin hair. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I'm rewatching a bunch of old episodes of Top Chef, and 
Yeah. I was astonished to find that Tom Colicchio, across multiple seasons, has a soul patch, and nobody said to him, uh, on second thought, don't do that. This is 2010 we're talking here. Please don't. It's a bad, it's a bad idea. Yeah, the flavor saver. Not not great. Terrible. Um, I, I, I might try to... If I ever shave again, I'm, I'm going to try to screw around for a little bit beforehand. Have a dumb mustache, maybe? That seems like the thing everybody does these yeah. days. Nah, I'm not, I'm not down with that. Okay. All right. Um, that's, a, that's a hipster bridge too far for me. I understand. Uh, where was it? A fake, a fake hipster bridge, might I add. Yes, it is. Um, Brian... At Brian O. Mobile asks, uh, would you rather fight a cobra with one arm only or a small lion with a baseball bat and and <laughs> Oh man. This it's is gotta... a no brainer. Yeah, it's gotta be the cobra, right? No, it's a small lion, and you have a baseball bat. How small bat. is a lion, though? Well, the, it it does not specify, unfortunately. Like um, if it's a small drone, like if, if it's just like a small, if it's like a small lion, like I'm a like you know I'm a small man, then I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to mess with that. Yeah, I, I guess he, he didn't define how small a weapon, the lion. Having a weapon is is important. Like yes. if 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 you just had if you only had a hand or one arm to like fend off a cobra, you would just run around until uh, the cobra bit you. Like there's nothing you can do with one hand. Yes, you with and that and that's why I think it's a no brainer because if you at least with the lion you have a fighting you have what's called a punter's chance. You can clock that lion real good, maybe break a couple teeth, maybe knock yeah. it out. Yeah. Like and then with with the cobra, you're just gonna you're try to just grab gonna it. Get good arm, and then you're gonna get bitten. Yes, and that'll be the end. It's like because cobras are cobras, man. Once you once you grab them, it's gonna arch around. Like grabbing them is like what'd you even do? Pick it up and throw it. I mean, maybe maybe you pick you it up and it? like use it like a try whip, like, like and just yeah. whip it again, like whip its head against the ground until it's dead. I don't know. Yeah, that, that that would that would have to be it. Yeah, and I'm gonna say this: uh, too many factors that can go wrong there. Yeah, I, I'm like not you, sure if you, I would, you, re, you here's, rare. Here's what I would never, I would never get close enough to it to grab it, and then I would eventually fall asleep, and it would bite me while I was asleep, and I would die. Yes, you. The point being, the cobra will absolutely 100 percent no question kill you. A lion. 80% kill you. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's maybe, maybe like, I think there's, uh, I don't know. It's not 100%, I don't think. It's pretty close, though. No, yeah, but again, you have a friggin' baseball bat. You no, I'm talking about this. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking about the uh, Cobra. Oh, no, the but Cobra's 100%. I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think anything is really 100%. Okay. <clears throat> um, uh, but yeah, I Let's go. I, I got a good line here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, I, I th this is a question from Jared at Lassiter4242. 
Um, and his is like ultra specific name, like 10 people who would be on the NH who should be on the NHL all-star or all time 100 list, but aren't, I'm just going to say, who did you think was the biggest omission, uh, from that group? I mean, I think it's pretty easy to argue for Malkin. Yep. I would say Malkin. I would say, uh, Thornton. I would say Ovechkin or not Ovechkin, uh, Iginla. Yeah. Are the three that were like how I, I think don't understand. I think that's a three. That's a three-way tie. Yeah, I don't understand how you leave any of those. And the guys fact off. that Taves made it made it over any of those three is farcical. But yeah, like, and I mean Kane shouldn't like even if you're just going by position. My breakdown was like Malkin or Thornton uh, at center should have made it over Taves. Right wing again, low over Kane, and Char over Keith. Yeah, but you know, cups. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I like going back to, going back to Malkin. I'm not sure how, how you go with dude who's won an MVP and two Art Rosses and a Conn Smythe. And, and two cups. And two cups. Like three Vers- dudes have ever done that. And he's one of them. Yeah. At, versus a guy who has three cups, but like one Selkie. And I think that's it for his like awards totals ever. He might've yeah. won a Conn Smythe. I think he won the Conn Smythe in 2013. But if Gennady Malkin's a is a has, is a better player, he's had a better career than Jonathan Tays. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you don't have to tell me, baby. I no, get it. I, I, well, I know. I'm just. I'm just. Yeah. No. A- absolutely. Um. So there you go. I hope that vaguely answers your question, but I don't think it does. Uh, Jesse Specter at Jesse Specter, who I've never heard of this Ooh. guy before. Ooh. Uh, he, uh, good question though. What's the best on-screen Superman? Best on-screen Superman. Is this this is this a trick? Why? What do you think it is? I don't have super strong opinions about Superman movies. Um, I think they're pretty much all bad. Yeah, I. I, don't, I mean, I feel like there's more that I don't care about than ones that I've actually enjoyed. Yeah, I honestly. Best on-screen. I don't know. Uh, How about the guy that killed himself on the uh, TV show? I pick him. What what guy that killed himself? George Reeves. I didn't know he killed himself. Is that so? Uh, that would be a pretty weird thing to imagine. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Um, I just never heard that before. That's all. Uh, he died of a gunshot wound to his head. Well, that could have been anybody. The official finding was suicide, but some believe that he was murdered or the victim of an accidental shooting. Whoa! How about it? How about it's that? like it's it's Christopher Reeve though, right? Uh, I don't think so. In who, who do you think then? I I think that there are there have there has never been a particularly good one. Um, I think the. The Superman portrayed in Man of Steel, uh, I don't think you that guy, uh, what's his name, Henry Cavill, I don't think he's the best actor to play Superman, but I think that version of Superman, like, conflicted about his powers and that kind of thing, I thought that That's was... That's hands down the most interesting to me. Yes. Um, I think that was the most interesting portrayal of him, but the best acting performance as Superman, uh, Dean Cain, Lois and Clark. Is that Dean Kane? I'm serious. Like 
he, yeah, John, he had like John, a John Mulaney. John Mulaney, anybody? Yes. No, I got it. Uh, that's a. Um, I think I think he, like if you're gonna do the cocky like fun loving Superman, I don't know who's better than that. And that's kind of what Christopher Reeve did, but not as well. Um, whatever, man. If you say so. And of course, the be- the best Superman that will Smallville. Ever I've never seen. I've never seen it, but there's. Uh, so I've been watching Top Chef, like I said, and all those are on Hulu. And so Smallville mm. apparently is all on Hulu now, and so I get a lot of pro like the same promo over and over and over again. Uh, for getting me to watch Smallville, and that show looks 2003, the TV show. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing how 2003 that that show actually is. I remember I subscribed to Rolling Stone back then. Yep. I was like, whatever, 16 or something, and uh, and and they were like the cast of Smallville was on a cover of it, and I remember thinking like this, I probably this is seems not right. Yeah, it seems like a it seems like a magazine I should stop rating. And the guy who plays Lex Luthor seems like he might be the worst actor of all time. I don't know what it is about guys who play Lex Luthor being bad at it, but yeah. Um, I mean, I don't blame people for being like you gotta be self conscious because you're you know completely hairless. That'd be weird. Yeah, well, I when mean, they're not Jesse used to Eisenberg was weird even before they were like, by the way, you're gonna be bald for. That's- a quarter of this movie. Whatever. Let's stop talking about Superman. Uh, Red Sun Superman's the best one. Okay. Um, let's see. Another question. Another question. Uh, Brogepi. Uh, hey. Our old friend here. Uh, the, he he was so serious about this question that he went into notes because it was more than 140 <laughs> characters. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it's a good question. Would you rather learn half of everything there is left to learn about the universe, uh, in addition to what we already know, or mm-hmm. learn everything there is to know about Earth specifically? Wow. Half of everything about the universe. That is the correct answer. Um, mm-hmm. The amount that you would... Like, I can't remember what the what the number is, but like the percentage of what we know we don't know about the universe is, you know, like, I think... How is that How is that an actual findable percentage? Well, like, it's an estimate, obviously, but they're like, based on what we know, we don't know, but should know, or, you know, one day might know, uh... This is, this is how far along we think we could get at some point. And it was, you know, like exponentially more than what we know currently. And so yeah, just to be you'd, like, you'd, you'd think it would be. Yeah. And so just to be like, oh, uh, yeah, here's time travel. Have a good day, everybody. Um, yeah. And at some point, that like, would rule. worth worth knowing, like what at least some extent of uh, like life, life on other planets, life in other galaxies like just having some sort of finality to that would be worth would make the choice worth it yeah i mean it effectively to bring it back to it it effectively makes you lex luthor where you're just like yeah i fucking know everything 
And you know, I thought we said we weren't going to talk about Superman anymore. I only want to talk about Superman, a comic book I have marginal interest in at the very best of times. Yeah, that's the right answer. That's that's a great question. That's, it is that's a very good question. That's one of those ones that I'm that that I'm going to think about a lot. Mm-hmm. I think from now on. Okay. Next. Next question. Um. Uh, would you rather be militant vegan or militant straight edge? That's militant from the vegan. Anderson. Ah, uh, man. They're both really annoying. They certainly are. I think vegans are more annoying than straight edge people. Mm. I Militant vegans are more annoying to me than militant straight edge people. I not, do not, I vegans do not in general are not, are not annoying to me. I do not Neither disagree, so. but maybe I like I don't really you know do drugs anyway. That's fine with yeah, me. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Yeah, I probably I would probably rather be militant straight edge. I don't yeah. want to be militant or anything like that. No, I agree. Just um, do whatever you want. And don't be don't don't be annoying about the choices you make for yourself as it relates to other people. Yep. But yes, I'm going. I would rather. I would rather be militantly, uh, straight edge. Okay, and then just, what? Just because I still want to eat, you know, cheese. Have a, have a nice, have a nice chicken sandwich for yourself. Yeah. Oh sure. And then finally, last question from our good friend Sarah Barnett at s barnett zero three seven. She asks, "How much would you have to get paid to jump out of an airplane?" And go skydiving. How much do I have to get paid? Yeah, like, like that. What's the dollar figure on this? Um, thousand bucks. Really? Like you? Like you wouldn't just do it? No, I have no desire to do it. I'd I'd have to get paid something. I certainly I, wouldn't pay to do it. Right, I wouldn't pay to do it, but it, I I think if you started me at zero dollars, I you could start to convince me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's a, that's actually true. If you like count it up and we're like one dollar, two dollar, like I I would, yeah, it it, it I, wouldn't take I, it, like I retract that. It wouldn't so, take a thousand dollars. So I have uh, my friend whose bachelor party it was. Um, he is a skydiving like super fan basically like he is almost like rated to be a trainer so he can like take people down on tandem jumps and that kind of thing yeah and and, like his thing was he never really thought about doing it and then he did it once and was like well this is what i have to do for the rest of my life now that's good that's good for him i just don't i mean it's always been a thing where i've actively been like i don't want to do that yes but and I agree with I've never you. Been like, I've never been like neutral really on skydiving. Like it's never been something that I've that I've I've always been like a weak a weak negative on on it. Yeah, no, I and I I was once like you, but the way he's evangelized about it, I'm like, you know, maybe no, it, if he's if he's a dude whose whose opinion you trust, that that would that would be interesting. Yeah, and and so like he. I don't think he has the power to let me go up for free, but like he might be able to let me go up at a deeply discounted rate or something. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold out till it's zero dollars. And once it's zero dollars, 
what the hell, I'll try it. Yeah, I think it sold me. Cool. I'm glad. If someone was like, if someone was like, I'll, like, let's go skydiving for free, and then I'll buy you a beer, I'd be like, all right. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Is like, apparently, it's just a big community of of people who want to skydive all the time, like where he goes. And so, like, your buddies with all those people, and you know, they have barbecues, and like you say, they'll buy you a beer or whatever. Um, I, the co- the cost of one beer. That's all. Yeah. Three dollars and twenty five cents, my man. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. this week's episode, I guess. There you go. That's episode thirty five. Uh, thank you guys for for rating and reviewing on iTunes as always. If if you have a free second, uh, we'd appreciate it if if you throw us throw us one of those, unless it's bad, in which case uh, hang on to it. Hit the bricks. That's right. Thank you guys as always, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yes, goodbye, everybody. Bye.